Live around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Visit us online at rmworldtravel.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome aboard Hour 2 of RM World Travel, everybody. And as show friend Kurt Knutson said last hour, happy Cinco de Mayo. Mary, Rudy, and I, we appreciate you being here with us on this first weekend of May. So today, Mary and I, we're coming to you live from RM World Central in our New York area studio. We've got Rudy over in London visiting his family. Our engineer, Bobby, is making it all happen from our Dallas Broadcast Center. We've got our show producers, Melissa and Valerie. They're actively working. So a lot of moving parts, and we certainly have a diverse hour of travel talk ahead for you out there. It's quite a uh, festive day today. Cinco de Mayo, the Kentucky Derby later on today. Was that not great last hour? That was fantastic. We should have brought him back, uh, Steve, back for hour two. So, Rudy, uh, have you figured out a way to get that uh, that, that slice of that cake yet? Or an invitation to the wedding? I figured out to get an invitation. I don't know anybody here. I'm not very well connected here with the royal family, amazingly enough. Um, now, are you getting of... out of the area for the wedding, or are you going to still be in the area? <laughs> no, to Paris. Yeah, that's right. You're be, getting out. I'm going yeah. to Paris on uh, yeah. Tuesday, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, be busy. Just keep right on moving. We're going to just put a little tag on you. Where in the world is Rudy Maxa? Uh, yeah, so. It's a travel right. show, you know. I don't yeah, well, know I can tell you. You're doing your duty out there. I appreciate that. Uh, you know, before we get into the rundown for hour two, and we'll get to some travel news stories as well, I want to let everybody know that we have new travel polls that are up on the website, and we're asking you right now, you may recall we had some fun with this a week or two ago, would you sleep in the new nap pods that Airbus will soon be offering in the cargo hold of planes? So please go vote. Mary's very interested in wanting to know yeah, what you think about that. Uh, and the second question that we're asking is, for the upcoming 2018 summer travel season, will you be traveling more or less than in past years? So go vote at rmworldtravel.com. And next week, we'll share the results. So, Mary, let's do the rundown. All right. Coming up in the Hour 2 Showcase segment, Bill McGee will be here to discuss the illustrious lives of airplanes and what really happens to them once a carrier removes a plane from its fleet. Jim Haynes will share why he opens his doors of his former sculpture studio in Paris and invites travelers to come in and dine. And we'll connect with the CEO of Outdoorsy, Jeff Cavins, to learn about his cost-effective way to enjoy RV road trips. Um, but before we get to all of that, Rudy, why don't you start us off? What do you have in your news pile? All right. Well, authorities in Venice removed the gates this week. It had to put up for Easter weekend to limit the number of visitors to that uh, watery and very popular island. Tourists have long outnumbered residents in Venice. If you've ever gone down the Grand Canal at night, you might see 10% of the windows with lights on. I mean, they're owned by Venetians and people in Italy, but they don't go there because it's filled with tourists. And on vacation weekends and some uh, summer high season, crowds can gridlock Venice's more narrow passageways. So the city's been trying to figure out, or the island's been trying to figure out how to control the number of visitors for years now. Most attention has generally been focused on the giant cruise ships that sail down the Grand Canal, uh, for at least for a little while longer, and then offload thousands of passengers at a time. The city's already made agreements to limit the number of big ships that can visit in the coming years. No word on whether Venice will become a gated community again this summer. All right. Well, I'm going to pick up on the cruise ships uh, that you had there, Rudy. And Bobby, do you have that uh, music ready that I asked you to pull? Come aboard. 
We're expecting you and love. Life's sweetest reward. Let it flow. It floats back to you. All right, Bobby, thank you very much. I appreciate that. That gets all of us in the mood here. Uh, so, folks, listen, do you realize, I, I think I was like six years old when this show de- debuted, but it's like it's over 40 years ago that The Love Boat came out. But this week, actually on May 10th, uh, they are actually going to be added to the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So you're going to have the original cast. Of, the cast, wow. Yeah, uh, you know, I remember Captain Steubing will be there, I think. Of course. Uh, uh, Julie, whoever, anyway, Gandhi, all of those folks, they're going to be there. So you may want to uh, check that out this week if you're in the L.A. area. But what really prompted this, in 2020, Princess Cruise, they just announced that they're going to have a world cruise. Uh, rates are going to start at about $23,000 a person, but it's an 111-day cruise. And you're going to go to 42 destinations, 26 countries on five continents. You're going to visit 20 UNESCO World Heritage Sites. Uh, You're going to travel almost 35,000 nautical miles. You're going to cross the equator four times. So I thought that would actually be an interesting thing to do, uh, to go really cruise the world and see all of that. And, you know, maybe Captain Steubing will come along with you. Wow. I love that show. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Thanks for making us all feel old. Yeah, that, that is, I could not believe when I saw <laughs> I that mean, came out. I remember a, that show. That was a big deal in my well. house when I was growing yeah. up. So, yeah, same. Yeah. All right. Well, our hearts are, our thoughts are going out to all of the people on Hawaii's big island. Uh, thousands of people have been evacuated from their homes after the Kilauea volcano spewed lava into residential areas after a series of earthquakes, including the largest one, uh, 6.9 magnitude, which followed after a 5.8 magnitude. I believe it's the largest in um over 40 years. Uh, Kilauea has been continuously erupting since 1983 and is one of five volcanoes to make up the big island, the Hawaii uh, National Guard. We flew over that a couple years ago when we were there. We did. And and it was active then. Yeah, it's it's constantly active, constantly erupting, but this was a big one and the Hawaii National Guard has been activated to assist with the evacuations. All right, so this is out of LaGuardia in New York. There's always something coming out of LaGuardia in New York. Terminal B is the new state-of-the-art terminal, and as part of a new security program at the airport, officials have placed an autonomous surveillance robot, which is equipped with four cameras, microphones, and sensors in the terminal to discourage scammers and illegal cab drivers who apparently plague the the parking area. But this sort of R2-D2-esque looking machine is stirring up controversy as passengers have been complaining all over social media that the robot's odd actions of creeping up on people. Women in particular. And emitting strange noises is downright invasive uh, of personal space. And one woman complained that the bot appeared to be ogling her as she waited on a seat for her ride with the robot inches from her knee for 10 minutes. And yet, strangely enough, <sighs> if you come too close to the robot and you approach it, it says, it you are like in it. my personal space. Yeah. And it goes right to HR. That's kind of creepy. Yeah. So th- this is the new, so, new well, future. You know, you're, you're the videotaping here going on. It's a little, little Big Brother-ish. Oh, I like my it. goodness. I wonder if this mm-hmm. robot's armed. I'll tell you. Mm. Well, Venice may have too many tourists, you guys, but Egypt doesn't have enough. If you've ever been to Egypt, you know the locals aren't really shy about coming, coming up to you on the street, asking if you'd like to hire them as a guide or buy their postcards. You know, once or twice it happens in places other than just Egypt, as we all know, if you've traveled to, well, Mexico and other countries, Turkey even. Uh, But Egyptian authorities feel that they're getting a little too, it's getting to be too much, and that 
this doesn't exactly endear their country to visitors. So they've initiated a new don't hassle the visitor regulation. Overly aggressive touts or beggars or sale folks can now be fined up to $560. So I'm not sure where a beggar is going to find that kind of money. Egyptian economy is in bad shape, though tourism is beginning to come back a bit. But it needs to come back even stronger to put more folks back to work. Do I say goodbye here? I guess I do. Quick reminder to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Arm World Travel. Bill McGee comes aboard next to explain the many lives of airplanes. Don't touch that dial. To join Rudy, Robert, and Mary, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. This Mother's Day, there are a lot of us who won't be able to make it to celebrate with mom. With 1-800-Flowers.com, distance doesn't mean anything because you can still brighten her day with a beautiful bouquet. Right now, when you get ahead of the Mother's Day rush, 1-800-Flowers is giving you an exclusive offer of 24 multicolored roses for $24. To order, go to 1-800-Flowers.com, click the radio icon and enter code RM. That's 1-800-Flowers.com, code RM, or visit rmworldtravel.com and look under sponsors. In today's fast-paced, digitally connected world, cybersecurity, identity theft, and safeguarding your personal information, it's critically important. That's why we recommend LifeLock, and now it also includes the power of Norton Security. If you ever have a problem, LifeLock agents will work to fix it, providing you with peace of mind. No one can stop every theft or monitor transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock with Norton Security is able to uncover threats you might otherwise miss. Go to LifeLock.com, use promo code RM, you'll save 10%, or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. We've been telling everyone we know about joinhoney.com slash RM, the free browser add-on that saves you money when you shop online. But one of our favorite things is how much better it makes shopping on Amazon. It automatically searches the 2 million sellers on Amazon for the lowest price and even shows the price history of the item so you know if it's a good time to buy. If you're shopping on Amazon or anywhere without this service, you're missing out. All it takes is two clicks to start saving. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash RM or visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Bombas is going to change the way you think about socks forever. Every pair is made with premium cotton and comes with a built-in blister tab, innovative arch support, stay-up technology, and a seamless toe. With many colors, patterns, lengths, and styles, they look great wherever you go. Bombas are what feet daydream about. And for every purchase you make, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. Visit bombas.com RM and get 20% off your first purchase. B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash RM or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Got a question or comment? Need savvy travel advice? Connect with Robert, Mary, and Rudy anytime on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at RM World Travel. Now, back to RM World Travel. And we're back. Thanks for staying locked in with us through the breaks. Nice to have you tuned into the show with Mary and me today. And for our showcase segment this hour, we're going to find out what happens to all those planes after they're taken out of service. But first, we want to give you a quick word about our sponsor, Princess Cruise Lines. You know, you just heard Mary, Rudy, and me, we were talking about Princess' last segment in the news portion of our show. And if you're thinking about taking an ocean cruise, well, Princess has asked us to remind you about five great reasons to cruise with them. And they are, they offer the best cruise line itineraries, immersive shore excursions, exclusive discovery at sea activities, fresh, authentic culinary experiences, and memorable celebrations. Check them out at princess.com to learn more and find special offers, or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. 
Bill McGee is an author, award-winning journalist, and the former editor of Consumer Reports Travel Letter. Currently, he writes a monthly column for USA Today, and his recent coverage of the illustrious lives of airlines caught our attention. So we asked him to join us today, as we think that you will find this as interesting as we do. Bill, welcome to the show. Mary and I appreciate you spending some time with us today. Thanks very much for having me on. I appreciate it. Before we get into some of the famous commercial aircraft and how to learn you know, the history about a particular plane, many aircraft, once they're taken out of service, they, they make their way to these airplane boneyards. It's a place that I've actually always wanted to go, have not been able to make that happen with all of our travels. I will at some point. Mary and I both talked about that. But here in the U.S., you know, there's the Mojave Airport in California. You've got Southern California Logistics Airport. I think there are three or so in Arizona, Roswell, New Mexico. There's a place. Uh, and then I know there are places sprinkled around the world like UK, Spain, Australia. I'd like to first know, have you spent any time at these locations? And if you can, talk about their role that they kind of facilitate for the aircraft owners and operators. Yes, absolutely. When I was uh, writing my book, Attention All Passengers, a few years ago, I went to Victorville, California, which is uh, in the desert and uh, extremely hot. But, of course, in the desert it's dry, and that's why the airplanes are stored there, in case you're wondering because there's, you know, very little uh, humidity and uh, sure. very little rainfall, and so there's no rust. And uh, it was very spooky, I have to tell you. It was, it was very spooky to see all these different aircraft and all the different, you know, library from, from all the different logos uh, just lined up there. Uh, it was really a ghost town, you know. It, was, it gave me a, a sort of a spooky feeling even at high noon, you know. And, uh, but, it, you know, it brought back so many memories for me because before I became a a journalist writing about the airline industry and a consumer advocate advocating on behalf of airline passengers. Uh, I was an airline employee myself. I, I come from an airline family. I have many siblings that worked in the airlines. I spent seven years working in the airlines. And as I was looking at the planes out in the desert there, I saw some that, you know, represented airlines that I used to work for. And, you know, the fact is, every time you get on a flight, that airplane either has a history or will have a history. Uh, and we're, and we're yeah, going to get into that with you right now. Um, yeah. So actually, so I want to talk about uh, tail numbers. I, I think mm -hmm. it's really interesting how tail numbers are created. So if you could please tell our listeners, and, you know, they're almost like a, the plane's social security number, so to speak. Right, exactly. Every aircraft in the world, civilian, military, commercial, they all have a, a tail number. That's uh, a registration. Uh, think of it sort of as a combination between a DMV, you know, uh, VIN number and a, and a license plate. Uh, in the United States, every tail number is, starts with an N, as in November, and there's usually a number. And then in, with the airlines, it's usually a two-letter airline code. Those are the ones from the International Air Transport Association. So and they're the ones AA that assign it. Yeah, they're the ones that designate. Right. right. But what you might see, though, sometimes, you know, if you're, if you're an aviation geek, like I most definitely am, I need a 12-step program for, <laughs> for my geekiness, but I, I can assure you. Um, sometimes you'll be at an airport and you'll see a plane and it's, it's in Delta colors, but the two letters will say UA for United or AA for American. Uh, the fact is, most airplanes are not owned outright by airlines anymore. They're, they're, you know, there's all these sort of financial shell games with financiers and stuff. Banks own them in many cases. They're leased. They're on short-time mm -hmm. leases, long-time leases. So the tail number can give you some history in some cases, but um, they also can be changed. And tail numbers, uh, 
you know, the same aircraft may operate in its lifetime over decades with four or five different tail numbers. Well, you know, know. one of the things that I've always found interesting about commercial planes is just because the exterior is shiny or the interior kind of sparkles, it doesn't mean that it's a new aircraft. And in some cases, the jets being flown, you know, in the U.S. fleets or others, they've had an entire first or second life previously flying for carriers in Europe or South America or Asia or wherever. I mean, you can talk about a little bit about that with just us as with well. with a new coat of paint? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. The fact is, uh, even you know the largest manufacturers, Boeing and Airbus, uh, obviously they have customers all over the all over the world. Right. And uh, even the smallest planes that are used on short hops may have started their life, you know, in the Philippines or in Europe or in Africa, uh, or conversely, they may wind up there after serving you know U.S. airlines. Um, sometimes they're famous. Sometimes you know famous people go out and buy. Ex-airliners, you know, mm-hmm. President Kennedy had a, uh, a an aircraft that he named Carolyn after his daughter that right. was uh, formerly flown by an airline. Right. Uh, well, Elvis so Presley did the same thing with uh, with his uh, his daughter. And, and I think you know, right now he's getting you know President Kennedy, as you said, he, that was the the uh, uh, plane that he had. You know, I think anyone who saw the campaign in 2012, they saw President Trump. He's flying around in the Trump plane. Uh, what is? I have the tail wing that I saw in something that you wrote. You know, N757AF. But that actually used to belong to Paul Allen, and before that, it flew for a low-cost Mexican airline. To Paul Allen, really? Yeah, yeah the Microsoft. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. it, it, it hit the Microsoft co-founder. He mm. owned it, and then it flew for Teesa, which, um, yeah. yes, in fact, was uh, a Mexican carrier. So I would love for you to talk about the Big Orange. Robert and I live in the New York area, as you know, and we're very familiar with Tower Air that operated out of JFK for years. The 747 happens to be my favorite aircraft, and mm-hmm. I really enjoyed... Is it? Good. All right, we're in good company together. I really enjoyed learning about the 100th ever built, uh, also known as the Big Orange. Um, so please share a brief history of this with all of us and sure. your connection. Well, I work- your connection yeah, to I it. worked yeah. at Tower Air mm-hmm. in, uh, for, in the late 80s. I was there for three years, and I flew all over the world. I was the manager of ground operations, so we had a lot of scheduled service and charter service and military flights, and I was on six continents with them. And often I was on the very first plane in the fleet, which was November N601BN. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tower's two-letter code was FF, but it wasn't 601FF. It was BN because this plane originally, the 10747, as you said, was registered to uh, Braniff Airlines uh, back in the 1970s, and it was painted in a bright orange color. It was called the Great Pumpkin. It was called all kinds of names, uh, but it was very distinctive. It was known throughout the industry, and when Tower acquired it in 1983, uh, just sort of as a homage to the to the history, they left the BN registration on it. And just to show you, I'm not the only aviation geek out there. I was on that plane all over the world, and you know, pilots and air traffic controllers and mechanics would say to me, that can't possibly be the orange one, is it? Because by then it was painted in blue and white for tower. Uh, uh, so yeah, it definitely is, you know. Think about yeah. all of the history and all the mileage of that plane. Uh, well, it broke a it, world record, didn't it? Yes, it did. Uh, <laughs> Braniff knew how to get utilization uh, out, of its, out of its airplanes. Just like Southwest, another Texas-based carrier knows how to do that, you know. And um, they logged, uh, I believe it was more, hours in the first six years. I think it was uh, 30,500 hours, something like that. Wow. So uh, right, they, knew how to, they knew how to keep it flying. Yeah. You, know, you know, Bill, right now, if folks are listening, uh, wherever they may be around the country tuned in today, uh, if they're going to be heading to an airport this week, or maybe they're there right now listening on some app, uh, and they want to know the history of the plane that's going to be flying them, are there some websites that you'd recommend they check out? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we're talking about uh, 
uh, a column that I wrote for USA Today, uh, and it was uh, it was posted um, in February. But at, in that column, I, I list a whole bunch of really geeky sites that are just great for plane spotters. You know, uh, one is called Airfleets.net. One is called Airport-Data.com. Flight Aware, Plane Logger, Plane Spotters. Um, you can find them in that USA Today column, but it's terrific because, you know, they, they, much of this is public record, of course, where right. aircraft are registered and there are databases for this. And you can go on there and, you know, you, I myself, I'm surprised all the time when I see, wow, look at that, that, that plane that's flying for Southwest used to fly for, you know, an airline in, uh, in Asia or what have you, you know. And most people um, have no idea about that. Yeah, and I just so want to give a couple of those, because a couple of those sites, again, if you are listening, as, as Bill said, you can do a Google search and find the article he wrote for USA Today. But airfleets.net and I also, flightaware.com and planelogger.com are three right. that I've checked out and enjoy. And if you want to check out the Airplane Boneyards, there's actually a website, airplaneboneyards.com. Bill, listen, this is going by really quickly. We really appreciate it. I, you know, I'm sure that we're going to have a lot of other fun things that we'll be able to have you back and talk about. So appreciate your time today and enjoy your travels. Thanks very much. I appreciate you having me on. Take care, Bill. You too. All right, could have gone on with him a lot longer. And you airplane know, history. Yeah, one other thing I thought was interesting. If you're out there, remember the uh, the big NASA 747 that used to shuttle the uh, space shuttle between California right. and mm-hmm. Florida? That actually flew for years for American Airlines before they took it and rebadged it. And so something else to think about yeah. when you're boarding a plane these days: the history behind yeah. it. All right, so folks, listen, we're going to take a quick break as our engineer Bobby links in Rudy for the next segment before Mary and I are back to speak with Outdoorsy's CEO about a new way for cost-effective RV road trips. So stay right where you are. RM World Travel is back after these messages. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. If you struggle with sleep problems, you're going to want to check out MyPillow. MyPillow is designed to give you the exact support you need regardless of your sleep position. It has a patented fill. It's made in the USA. They offer a 10-year warranty with a 60-day money-back guarantee, and you can even wash it and dry it. Right now, they've got a great deal. Get 50% off two MyPillow premium pillows. To go anywhere, MyPillow's perfect for travel. To get in on this special four-pack deal, go to MyPillow.com, click on radio listeners, enter code RM, or visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Has your mechanic ever found something wrong with your car and surprise you're hit with a huge repair bill? If you're not covered by the manufacturer's warranty, you could pay thousands to fix it. We recommend extended vehicle protection from CarShield. CarShield provides free 24-7 roadside assistance and a free rental car while yours is being fixed by your favorite mechanic or dealer. Get covered by CarShield. Call 800-CAR-6100 and mention code RM or visit carshield.com and use code RM to save 10%. A deductible may apply. Or visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rmworldtravel.com. Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. 
Welcome back. Rudy Maxa here. This segment of the show is sponsored by Casper.com. Now, the idea of falling into bed at night has taken on a whole new meaning when you sleep on a Casper mattress. That's because their engineers have really outdone themselves in creating an exceptionally comfortable experience, sleep experience. If you get one, you'll totally understand why it's not just the favorite mattress of many of our audience, but the Internet's as well. Casper has created three unique mattresses that will help you sleep coolly and comfortably year-round. Number one, the Wave mattress has remarkable technology built into it and is engineered to relieve pressure at 36 different points. The Casper mattress, number two, is more breathable and comfortable than ever and loved by nearly a million happy customers. And the Essential mattress is innovation at a great price point. Regardless of which one you choose, all Casper mattresses are designed with zone support to coddle and comfort your every move, and they all provide the perfect support for every position you sleep in. See for yourself why Casper has hundreds of thousands of happy customers by trying yours out now for 100 nights in your own home with free shipping and returns. Go to Casper.com. That's spelled like Casper the Friendly Ghost, C-A-S-P-E-R. Casper.com and use the promo code RM3 and you'll save 50 bucks. There's also a link at rmworldtravel.com by looking under sponsors. Okay, Sunday dinner has a whole different meeting at Jim Haynes' home in Paris. That's because everyone's invited. Well, not everyone, but I'm going to let him explain that. Jim, welcome to the show. Nice to have you aboard. Actually, everyone is invited. <laughs> that's, that's true. All right, I want to do this interview in two parts, Jim. I will okay. Be, uh, we'll be separated by a commercial break, but in the, f- in the first segment, in the second segment, we'll talk about those open-door Sunday dinners and what happens. Okay. But first, tell me a bit about your background and how you wound up I'm, in Paris. I'm born in Louisiana, went to uh, live in Venezuela as a teenager, and then went to boarding school in Atlanta and university and back in Louisiana again, and then in the, in the military. And I got my, found myself in Edinburgh, got out of the military, started a bookshop, started a theater, and got involved in European cultural politics. And at some point you moved to Paris. And wh- at what took you there? At some point I moved to Paris, exactly, what in 1969. Took you there? And what took you there? Um, I got invited to be a visiting professor. Oh, and okay. I said, I don't, I don't, uh, my French is terrible. I could do it kindergarten maybe, but I couldn't do university. And they said, you can do it in English. So I said, okay. So I came to, for one year and ended up being on the staff for 30 years. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So now, when did you conceive of these? How long have you been ho- holding these open nights, open dinner nights on Sunday evening in your home? This year is the 40th anniversary. They began in 1978. Is that right? 40 years ago, 1986, I mean. Unbelievable. That's more than 40. Uh, did, uh, do you have any idea how many guests have passed through your home on Sunday night dinners? A rough guess, a rough guess, about 250,000. That's that's the population of many medium-sized cities. It is, it is, it is. All right, so how did this concept come to you? It, it came to me by, I must confess, it came to me by accident because I had a house guest who... I was a dancer from Los Angeles. I didn't know her. She was a friend of a friend. And she announced one day that our hobby was cooking. And, I, and she said, can she make you an omelet? I said, sure. And she made me an omelet. the best omelet I've ever had in my life. And I said, my God, you can cook. And she said, yes, it's my hobby. And I said, can you cook for me and my friends? And she said, sure. And that's how it started. In the beginning, we were twice a week. We were Saturday and Sunday. Wednesday and Saturday. And then we thought the neighbors would go crazy at twice a week. And we moved it to Sunday. All right, but cooking for you and your friends is one thing. You then opened the door to the public generally. Yeah. I live in a very special place. It was built as a sculpture studio, and it's extremely beautiful. 
and it's a place that you can have party with parties and without bothering anybody and that was ideal it's ideal for such a thing I'm doing and I like meeting people and I like hosting dinners and I like friends coming to eat and why not the world well in the beginning were you just telling friends to set and invite their friends kind of thing yeah and I think the first one I said all right you all can come but bring somebody I don't know and that's the way it began and, and after how many that, people I said, either either email me or fax me or telephone me or whatever and because of the nature of communications changing over the years it email became the best deal of all for me now we're going to talk about that after the break but how how many people do you generally have at your sunday night dinners about 50 or 60 but it's it's going as high as 130 on occasion but usually it's about 60 to 80 I presume this is not a sit-down dinner, obviously. No, it's not a sit-down dinner. It's a, I find a sit-down dinner a little bit boring because you want to talk to the person who's three people down and you can't get to them. But a buffet where you're served, uh, there's an Irish guy who was passing through Paris for three days about 20-something years ago, 30 years ago, who still serves. And uh, he's become a Parisian because of my dinners. The uh, We serve buffet style, and you can sit anywhere you want, and you, there's an open bar. You help yourself, and uh, you can go up for seconds and thirds, whatever. We, you know, we're not uh, jealous. Or, 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 we're not scrupulous on how much you can have. You can have as much as you want. And does someone pay for, for it to help cover the cost? They make a contribution. We suggest 30 euros. I don't know what 30 euros is in dollars now, but we accept anything you want to give. So if you're skint or if you're, to use an English expression, if you're a little on the poor side, you put in less. You put in what you can afford. And how's your French, by the way, now? It's not bad. It's not bad. My Spanish is still my best language just because I was in South America as a kid. But I have uh -huh. pretty good French. I can understand everything and get along. But, All right. You know, we're gonna, it's not Jim, we're gonna take. Me. I hear you. We're going to take a break, and we're going to come back and talk about these dinner parties and how someone can uh, arrange to uh, uh, break bread with you. Will you hang on with us? Okay. We'll be right back with Jim Haynes right after this break. RM World Travel phone lines are open 24-7 at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at rmworldtravel.com. Stay tuned. We're back after these messages. Clean out the junk in your bathroom. DollarShaveClub.com slash RM delivers the high-quality products you need to look, smell, and feel your best. It starts with the terrific shave you get using their executive razor and Dr. Carver's shave butter. Join the club and you'll never have to set foot in a store again. For just $5 with free shipping, you'll get the six-blade executive razor plus trial sizes of shave butter, body cleanser, and hygiene wipes. Then keep the blades coming for a few bucks more a month. Get yours now at DollarShaveClub.com slash RM or RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. Do you know the majority of bottled waters contain additives, minerals, and other solvents. Some even contain traces of arsenic. Well, Le Bleu Premium Ultra Water is actually just water. 11% hydrogen and 89% oxygen and nothing else. In fact, it's the only water that meets the definition of water. And Le Bleu's distillation and oxygenation process, it kills and removes all viruses and bacteria. Drink Le Bleu and you'll know it's the best of the best because it's the perfect liquid for your body. Find it at top grocers nationwide at lebleu.com or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Unisom presents a bedtime story. A lot of people ask me, hey Einstein, how do you get all those ideas? My formula is simple. Get a good night's sleep. Because sleep equals dreams, and dreams are where the magic happens. With Unisom sleep tabs, you get to your dreams faster because you'll fall asleep 33% faster. So good night, sleep tight, and keep your dreams alive with Unisom. 
versus placebo in a clinical study. Use as directed. Save more with Liberty Mutual Insurance. Hey, Todd, Liberty Mutual just saved me $782. Liberty did what? What? Yeah, it's a lot of money. Maybe I should switch to Liberty Mutual. Visit us online to... Hey, stop echoing. Sorry. Visit us online to get a quote and you could save $782. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Based on a recent countrywide new customer survey, coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company, equal housing insurer. Bombas is going to change the way you think about socks forever. Every pair is made with premium cotton and comes with a built-in blister tab, innovative arch support, stay-up technology, and a seamless toe. With many colors, patterns, length, and styles, they look great wherever you go. Bombas are what feet daydream about. And for every purchase you make, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. Visit bombas.com rm and get 20% off your first purchase. B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash rm or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Big news. In the last two weeks, simplysafe.com slash travel has won Editor's Choice Awards from CNET Magazine, PC Magazine, and The Wirecutter. They put the system through a battery of tests and compared it to the other security products, and this system won every time. We've been telling you about simplysafe.com slash travel for a while now. It's comprehensive protection for just $15 a month. There are no contracts. And to get yours, just go to simplysafe.com slash travel. That's simplysafe.com slash travel or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. We're in the middle of a conversation with Jim Haynes, who lives in Paris and for more than four decades has invited people he doesn't know to his home in Paris for dinner. Maybe 50, maybe even more people. We'll tell you a little about that in just a moment. But let me tell you, the portion of the program is sponsored by Dollar Shave Club forward slash RM. And I got good news for you as Dollar Shave Club has everything to make your morning routine simple because they deliver everything you need right to your door to help you look, feel, look, feel and smell your very best. You name it, shampoo, conditioner, body wash, hair gel, hygiene wipes and more. I personally like their calming body cleanser. It's a body wash that uh, has a fragrance of amber and lavender. All Dollar Shave Club products are made with top shelf ingredients that won't break your budget and shipping is free. Now, here's a great way to try a bunch of Dollar Shave Club forward slash RM products. Just for $5, you can get their Daily Essentials Starter Kit. It comes with body cleanser, one-wipe Charlies, their refreshing hygiene wipes. That's what the one-wipe Charlies are. Their world-famous shave butter and their best razor, the six-blade executive. After that, keep the blades coming for a few more bucks a month and add in shampoo or anything else you need as desired. Check it all out at dollarshaveclub.com forward slash RM. And you'll find a link also at rmworldtravel.com by looking under sponsors. So I said that at the start of the previous segment, Sunday dinner's got a whole different meeting at Jim Haynes' house in Paris. You can find more details about it by going to his website, jim Haynes, H-A-Y-N-E. Oh, maybe it's hyphen. I'm sorry. It is. Yeah, it is hyphen. Uh, Jim hyphen, H-A-Y-N-E-S dot com. Jim Haynes dot com. So you, so you opened the door 40 years ago, and then you told people to bring friends because you like to meet new people. Now you have, I would guess, at your average dinner party for the last 30 years, you have people you don't know coming, right? Mostly. Mostly I don't know exactly. And they come are they expats planet, mainly? Every city in the world. I mean, they're from all over the world. That's what I was going to Airline magazines and uh, Air France magazine and Delta, whatever. And people read the magazine. And, and the 
the tunnel between London and Paris. I did a big seven-page spread about me, saying the best best dinner party in Paris. So I get people from all over the world. Do you sometimes have too many people? Grandmothers and children. Do you sometimes have too many people knocking on your door on no, a Sunday night? Not really, not really. I mean, when in the summer, it tends the numbers tend to go up. I think last Sunday we were sixty, but but a woman cooked Thai food, Thai curry food, and there was food for everybody, and everybody had a great time. So there's never too much. We somehow know there's always have enough food and enough drink for everybody. Well, let's ask about that. Before the break, you said you asked for a contribution from folks. You suggest thirty euros, which is about. Thirty-nine dollars, I think, right about now in U.S. Um, but but who the food? Who who cooks the food? Who brings? Well, who buys it. the food? I have uh, I have the original woman from L.A. is a dancer who cooked at the first dinner forty years ago, and she's still in Paris and has married to a French film producer and has two sons. She still cooks for me, and uh, I have about four or five other women and men who love to cook, and they work on the road, and they call me up and say, hey, it's about time I cooked, and I want to cook this week. And so there's never a problem. I always have plenty of cooks. One of my favorite cooks is cooking next week, and, and she's a Russian woman. The week after that, there's a woman from Portland, Oregon, who lives three months a year in Paris and is a fantastic cook. She used to cook in D.C., and uh, she's great. She's my, one of my favorite cooks, Mary Bartlett. And uh, then Antonio Hoochworth, who's from London, cooks great Indian curries. Unbelievable. So you have a very varied menu, very uh, very varied guest list. Uh, is there yeah. any particular guests that have stuck out in your mind? Well, there have been many great, but I think the most funny story of all is that three young women met here on a Sunday night dinner, one from Istanbul, one from the south of Spain, and one from Havana, Cuba. And they didn't know each other until the dinner. And they were all film school graduates, and they decided to make a film about me. And now the film has been accepted in the Edinburgh Film Festival, and I'm going up in June to see the premiere, world premiere. Do you know what the title is? Meeting Jim. <laughs> Why meeting not? Jim. <laughs> it's, it's meeting or eating Jim? Meeting. Meeting. Meeting Jim. My goodness. Yeah. What a, oh, I can't wait to see this documentary. That is it's, it's just a great documentary. Fabulous. And and do you do you ever get tired of having all these guests in your home? Like, I mean, is this around around the year round? This is year round, all year round. Okay. And and if if someone would, is coming to Paris and would like to attend Sunday Night at Jim Haynes' house, he, the they can send an email through email your website. Than, I would love email, but any way they want to communicate with me by telephone, by letter. But email is the best of all, and we answer pretty quickly. And and they would be welcome. Everybody's welcome. It's first come, first serve, and, a, and we almost never say no. Mr. Haynes, you are one of a kind, and I'm so delighted to finally have you on the radio show. Thank you. I expect to see you here one of these days soon. Actually, you, you very well may. Thank you. What time is dinner, by the way? 8 o'clock on Sunday. Jim Haynes, H A Y N E S dot com is the website. You'll see a lot of articles about him. Jim, thanks so much. Yes. Bless, right. Best wishes. Thank you. And to you as well. Thank you very much. Take care. Join the Travel Trio by calling 800 387 8025. Access the show anytime at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back.
To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call anytime, 800-387-8025. Or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at RM World Travel. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. Nice to have you back with Mary and me for the remaining few minutes of this week's broadcast. And we're thinking this is going to be a fun segment as we talk cost-effective ways for RV road trips. But first, a quick word about our sponsor, LifeLock. Do you ever wonder how much your identity is worth to a criminal? According to an online security education company, the going rate for an internet user's identity is worth about $1,200 to hackers on the dark web. There are so many threats in today's connected world, and all it takes is one weak link for criminals to get in. New LifeLock Identity Theft Protection adds the power of Norton Security to help protect you against threats to your identity and your devices that you can't easily see or fix on your own. LifeLock uses proprietary technology to detect threats to your identity, and Norton Security helps protect up to five of your devices from online threats. If there ever is a problem, LifeLock agents will work to restore your reputation, funds, and more. Join now at LifeLock.com. Use promo code RM. You'll save 10%, or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Before we put a wrap on today's show, joining us is Jeff Cavins, the CEO of Outdoorsy. Jeff left a job running a company in Silicon Valley to start Outdoorsy and fill a gap in the recreational vehicle marketplace. More than 12% of American households own an RV but rarely use it, while millions of consumers try to rent an RV each year with little or no luck. We're interested to learn how Outdoorsy is changing the game in the world of RVs, so here's Jeff Cavins. Nice to connect with you today, Jeff. Very interesting company that you've created. We appreciate your time today. Well, thank you. Appreciate you having me on. I want to get right into this with you. You know, we've seen some information from Outdoorsy that purports, you know, something around 17 million RVs are in North America and they sit unused for almost an entire year. That's a huge number, frankly. So I understand why you felt the ingredients were there for a business to be born, but how did you figure it out and see this need? Well, the way we figured it out is my, one of my co-founders and my, my partner, Jennifer Young, and I decided to buy an Airstream. I sold my home in San Francisco. She sold her home in Vancouver, and we decided to live in an Airstream traveling across North America. We did that for seven and a half months, day in and day out, to learn about what people thought about recreational travel and outdoor travel, and in particular, recreational vehicles and how they're used for recreational travel. And we learned that there was an enormous market. There was somewhat of an emerging, the concept of a marketplace economy was forming, but no company, of course, had been underserved by technology, and no company had ever built a marketplace. So we decided to build, I guess, ostensibly what you might call an Airbnb version of the recreational vehicle industry. Interesting, and then it was born. Very, very, right. Yeah. What I find also interesting is another surprising number, that your customer base consists of, if I have this right, almost 40% under the age of 40. And I think RVs and retirees have often been closely linked. But, Jeff, what are some things driving this younger trend to RV life? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Certainly the millennial generation, we call them millennials, and millennials not necessarily just an age, but it's a way of thinking. Mm. But this new generation is very invested in experiences. The status symbol of a millennial is not what they own, but what they experience. It's what their social media that they can share with others. Like, for example, my status may be what kind of great Instagram walls have I built versus whether or not do I drive a nice car or not. We found that the younger generation fell in love with the outdoors. They tend to want to be better stewards of the environment than probably their predecessor generations were. Mm -hmm. And they've become very in tune with the effects of change on our planet. And they've somewhat adopted the planet as their new love affair. 
Right. It used to be that going to Marble lobbies for your vacation was enough, but now it's all about outdoor travel. Yeah, and they can work remotely these days. Well, I, I, no question. Which they makes can, it easier. Yeah, that, that provides the flexibility. Yeah. So right now, outdoorsy, I mean, you're matching folks, for the most part, exactly with what you know they're looking for. If they want a specific RV and, and they can find it. You can rent it through outdoorsy. So as you said, it is similar to Airbnb. And I'd like to know, you know, w- typical daily costs, what are they? I mean, do you have any restrictions such as minimum number of rental days or where the RV can go. I mean, how does it all work? Yeah, a typical RV trip, because it's very different than much like Airbnb, it's also very different. The average user on our platform will travel for about six days. Compare that to the average Airbnb rental night. The average rental on our platform is six days because it's usually associated with an adventure or a vacation, or you may be going to Major League Baseball spring training or a NASCAR event. Well, the price ranges will go from as low as $25 a night for a small little trailer up to we've had RVs rented on our site for $90,000 for the month. But those are, you know, yeah. tend, typically tend to be big celebrities. But on average, they run between 85 and and $100 a night. Wow. And real quick with us, if you could just give us, how does it all work? How does it work? You, you go to the site, you search for RVs in your location that you want to go travel to. You send a booking request to an owner. The owner will respond with the booking request. Oftentimes, we'll ask you if you want things thrown in, like, you want a bike rack and a bicycle or camping chairs, barbecue grill, of course, paddleboard, canoe, kayak. And then they'll load all that stuff together for you. And then you pay online through our payment system. We have a bank secure payment platform. During the booking process, we do a DMV check on the renter to make sure they're a safe renter. Okay. We, uh, we are required to do that by insurance law. And then we close the booking and then you meet with the owner. And then the you renter go. meets with the owner. Folks, the key exchange. folks, if you're interested, the website is outdoorsy.com. Jeff, as a person who, you know, I've, I've built several successful businesses, so I certainly applaud what you've created, and we look forward to following your growth. Enjoy the weekend, okay? Thank you very much. Take Thanks care, Jeff. Me. Thank you. All right, interesting business that he's created. And folks, listen, if RVing interests you, just check them out again, outdoorsy.com. And with that said, it's time for us to put a wrap on today's edition of our weekly travel get-together. Please be sure to follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook at RM World Travel. Sincere thanks to all of our guests who appeared on the show today with Mary, Rudy, and me. Thanks to our show team for helping the three of us put the program together and to get it to you. Thanks to all of our network affiliates and sponsors, and to all of you out there as well who help make what we do America's number one travel radio show. Wherever you may be headed this week, safe travels and enjoy. You've been listening to your RM World Travel Connection, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.